You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. 1800 060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au Smoke and Bandar giving a scythe. Leads three parts of a length. Majestic Man, very brave. Then Love of the Poor. Here comes Oscar Bonavina around the outside with a big runner. Smoke and Bandar in front. But Oscar Bonavina loomed up to challenge. Hit the lead. Love of the Poor along the passing lane. Then Majestic Man. Oscar Bonavina broke away. What a season he's had. And Oscar Bonavina takes out the group three. David Moss easily. Oscar Bonavina beat Love in the Port. Majestic Man third. That was at Invercargill last Friday, and it was a painless watch too. Stepped beautifully off 30 metres, given a lovely run. Basically ended up one out, one back, and just spread it up the last couple of hundred. It was really arrogant. And that horse has got a terrific record now, Oscar Bonavina, and he's one of the star square gators. And as we talked about, this new race on, you've got the big million-dollar slot race on April 12 in New Zealand worth a million called the Race by Grins. On that same night, there's going to be a big square gator, a big trotting event, half a million, where Just Believe could be heading over the Inter-Dominion trotting star, taking on these sort of trotters over there, including this horse, uh, Oscar Bonavina. And Craig Rail, we'll, we'll chat to Craig tomorrow on uh, Mobile Rolling. And that horse's record, Oscar Bonavina, before Darren Clayton joins us. Lifetime starts at the moment. Um, 56 starts, 23 wins, 10 placings, 5 thirds. Good morning, Darren. Yeah, morning, Steve. He's a great square gator, Oscar Bonavina, and he's probably wrapped up the, the Queensland trot, uh, the Queensland, the New Zealand trotter of the year title with that victory. Absolutely, but that wasn't the uh, the only highlight on the program as well. Um, we got to see Self Assured go around, but was beaten. Appeared to have its chance. What did you think of that? The other feature race on the program there at Invercargill. Yeah, it's a bit hard to know where Self Assured is really at in his career at the moment. Um, we know how good he was. He he did have every opportunity in to win that race. Um, they sort of kept him away from some of the the big horses through their sort of late spring carnival but yeah I don't know whether he's coming to the end of his career or you know that might be him done but um, he's been such a good horse for such a, a long period but he certainly looked to have his chance there the other day. Yeah behind American Me who sort of let out then up taking the sit behind Self Assured and then was able to get up and de defeat um, uh, that horse there and his record's pretty good he's been around a while American Me what can you tell me about him by American Ideal? Yeah, he's he's a horse that has certainly been thereabouts. He hasn't. Um, he's sort of one of those horses that hasn't really travelled away from New Zealand. So he's he's taken on the on the best there. He's a six-year-old. Um, you know, trained by the Whites there at, at Ashburton, and that's where uh, Graham Graham Dwyer was stabled. So when he went over just recently, so um, you know, he's one of those horses that's that's just been thereabouts. Um, he come. He was third leading into that race last week at Invercargill, the, the start prior in a, um, you know, that was a, a big race at Addington. Uh, he finished third in that race behind Beach Ball, self-assured was second. Beach Ball um, has come through the New Zealand Cup Carnival as a horse that uh, a lot of people that are follow the New Zealand racing really keen he's the horse that's going to sort of take the next step up beach ball so he came out and won that race um, um, sort of in between the New Zealand Cup and the Invercargill Cup um, finished fourth American me in the New Zealand Cup behind Swayze um, 
Akuda was second in that race, of course, and Beach Ball finished third. So that's where the, the reform reference through Beach Ball comes. So, um, you know, some of the horses over in New Zealand, they like to, um, you know, they're pretty patient with. But American Me, he's just one that's been sort of, um, you know, stepping through his grades and, and hasn't came come across to Australia for any big races. And he's just sort of taken on the sort of the second tier races but he's he's ready to step up now i guess american me after after that latest victory at invercargill i'm going to test your knowledge because you're a freak at remembering things now we're about to talk about a horse that was beaten its first start won its second start on the 6th of april 2021 at albion park started a dollar 60 so that was april 2021 so beaten start one 27th of March 2021 at Big Odds and then won its second start and then won its next start after that. Whoa. 129 from 39. <laughs> Is that giving us one? That, that's, yeah, well, that's a fairly, fairly good giveaway and he's probably going to be crowned the Australian Harness Horse of the Year uh, after his latest victory and definitely the Queensland Harness Horse of the Year. That's a... Uh, that's a given, um, but yeah, he's probably likely to be the Australian Harness Horse of the Year as well now. Yeah, leap to fame. Grant Dixon, good morning, Grant. Morning, Steve. Hey, Darren. Morning, Grant. Grant, we just spoke, one of our staff members here got to, his house uh, got absolutely smashed and he's northern Gold Coast there, not far from Helensvale. How were you affected by the storms at your property? Oh, look, it did come through our way. It sort of um, come through sort of uh, across the... Oh, across the track and across a few other paddocks of the, the north of the tornado, a bit, um, yeah, and ripped a few um, sheds down and buggered a few fences up. But probably on the overall things, as you watch the news and stuff, we, we weren't too badly affected. Really. What about power? No, we've got no power. They're saying um, sun, uh, Sunday, we've just got generators that we can run the stables off and in the house so we sort of we'll get we'll get by okay with that and just in general when the horses when that lightning's around we've had storms every night the past couple of nights in southeast queensland how do they react with all this thunder and lightning grant oh look on the overall touch wood we've been lucky with that that you know we haven't had any injuries darren yeah, well, I actually um, spent Christmas night up on top of Tambourine Mountain, and oh, it was pretty hairy. So when I came down, sort of down the mountain yesterday, it was apocalyptic. I th you've done well, Grant, if you haven't uh, had too much damage, because some of the some of the places through, sort of past Thunderbird Park and, and the Bearded Dragon, they've it's like a, a serious tornado. Yeah, well, I think our beachhead. Did you manage to get a week away, Grant? It's a, a big culmination, and I'd imagine it uh, after the Inner Dominion, it's you know not only the physical work to get to to that point, it's probably a, a fairly big emotional toll as well. Yeah, we, we sort of um, yeah we got we got to have six days off. We come home a day earlier just due to what happened, and um, yeah, like you say, yeah, it does um, does drain you a bit. You know, you're obviously doing a 
lot of thinking trying to make sure you got everything right with him and then obviously yeah, yeah, I don't know how many times you sort of run through the race in your head and stuff like that but um, yeah well it ended well and um, yeah I'm pleased that we managed to do what we did and, and get that break as well and, and come back feeling refreshed. You don't have any in tonight at Redcliffe, but back into it tomorrow? Will you be driving there tomorrow, or are you still just sort of just no, no, send them I, in? I, I, no, I plan to. Um, just to sense how things are here, just whether I've got to get anything else done. Or, uh, but I, I plan on trying to get there. Just, just so we're just, you know, we're just doing a bit of, bit of clean-up here and there, and... Yeah, you know, fixing a few fences here and there just to try and get things back up, running as smooth as we can, as quick as we can. Are those generators hard to access? Uh, we we actually ha- um, have two. Uh, we quite a few years ago we lost power for um, oh, it might have been a week or ten days or something. We um we had an old one from way back when when Dad uh, built the place out here. So we, uh, we have that one, which is a good old generator, and we bought a new one just to try and yeah, for these times just to be uh, in ready for it, really, just to, um, so we can just keep working and yeah, not have to. Uh, we got no, uh, we got no power, we got no water, so yeah, we got to, we've got to have the power going. Yeah, Grant, just in regards to Leap to Fame, you mentioned the Hunter Cup, Feb 3, possible Miracle Mile, March 9. So will he have a Brisbane run or a trial very, very soon leading into the Hunter Cup, just over a month away? Yeah, look, we'll probably uh, definitely put him around as something a, a fortnight out. Um, yeah, that, that'll be the plan at this point anyway. If everything keeps going along the way, it is. It'll be there about a fortnight out in um, yeah, either have a trial or a, or a race start. Yeah. Is there a free-for-all program two weeks before that? Oh, look, I, I honestly haven't had a good look to see uh, the step it out yet. Um, obviously, we just had a bit of time off, but um, yeah, by the end of the week, I'm sort of coming out and um, see which way we... Yeah, we can get it done. Yeah, we can totally understand that, given what you told us there with that storm. Just in that New Zealand race, is there any further are we any further advance to a possible trip over there on April 12th for that million-dollar Grins race? Oh, look, we'll obviously get through these first um, these first few races, and then and then uh, yeah, just keep working to, towards them as we go. You know, if we feel that he's a bit tired after one, we need to freshen up. Well, he'll just he'll stop away and go to the next one. But obviously, the Hunter Cup our next target and we'll go to it and get through it and then if everything's good then we'll go to Miracle Mile. We'll sort of like have a plan mapped out but um, yeah just really take trying to have him prime for every race we go to and um, trying to put him first if we can and, and go that way. In terms of um, travelling companions Grant have you got sort of any races in mind for, for some of your other horses sort of to go with him or at this stage it'll probably just, just be Leap to fame. Oh, look, it'd just be him. If Tim Detrubo can sort of resume into a bit of form, we, we might take him just because um, he's sort of stable with him a lot and um, he relaxes with him. So we'll probably try and take him as long as Tim is going quite okay. Even if he's not, we might still take him uh, just to, you know, just to give him a mate. Just one of your... Um one of your other horses, he's a two-year-old, ironclad. Um, has he gone for a break or, you know, I've sort of he showed a bit of promise through his two-year-old campaign. Where do you sort of think he sits in the in the pecking order? Oh, look, we're going to um, attempt to 
uh, setting for the New South Wales derby. Um, he's just about to resume work now. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll um, yeah, train him up and see how he comes up. Because he's New South Wales bred in that. So we'll have a, yeah, just have, we'll try and have a crack at that. Yeah, he's certainly a horse. Well, just to put you on the spot then, if you sort of go there, who do you think would have been your sort of your, your top two-year-old out of last season now coming into their three-year-old year? Oh, ironclad, yeah. 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 Paul Order stepped up a bit towards the end there. He ran a few, few good races. Uh, but, yeah, ironclad was... Um, yeah, we had a few fillies that went OK, but ironclad was stand out. Grant, just with surrounding properties where you are with other harness participants as well who may have been affected badly by the storm? Um, on, honestly, just due to the phone, I haven't really been able to get hold of many people. Um, I, I, I don't really heard, and uh, Trista hasn't really seen too much on Facebook of too much other damage, so hopefully, um, yeah, most people have got out of it OK. Thanks for coming on, Grant. Right, good Sounds Thanks, like you're really busy there. Um, yeah, we feel for everyone that was in the eye of that storm there. Sounds like his property's copped it there, Darren. You, you just elaborate on what you did see coming down temp from Tambury Mountain there. Yeah, so I actually had um, Christmas night up on at Eagle Heights on top of Tambury Mountain there, Steve, and we were sitting there and we were watching the um, the lightning come up, sort of up out of the Canungra Valley, and it was it was a really nice. It was you know at the time a you know pretty nice sort of evening, and then. Um, the wind started to pick up and uh, luckily our friend's who, house who were in is a, a pretty solid house and we didn't really notice the wind inside. Um, we lost power and then the next morning we went out, there's trees down everywhere, the power line was down on their street um, about 100 metres down the road. Um, the neighbour across the road had a tree come down through their place. Um, so we spent most of yesterday morning sort of helping everyone in the street tidy up and then when they finally got the uh, the road down the mountain open, because uh, it was basically isolated at that point in time, the, the three ways up and down were all closed. Uh, we got down, which is down the, the main way that comes down to Tambourine uh, via the Thunderbird Park is a big uh, property there, and then the Bearded Dragon is a, is a pub that many people out that way would know. And, um, yeah, there was one part of the hill. It wasn't too bad. You could see there'd been a lot of wind. And then you came around the corner and it obviously just where it had ripped through, there was um, almost like a bulldozer had just come through and just levelled trees straight through a, a path. So, like I say, it was pretty apocalyptic. And then pretty much from there all the way uh, into Yatla, I, I came in the back way through there. There was there was trees and properties damaged right the way through. So they obviously had some some serious weather come through there, and um, hopefully everyone is is okay. I haven't heard anything on any news reports of too much injury. So, uh, but the cleanup bill will be massive. You mentioned Yatla. That's not far from where the proposed uh, new site's going to be at Norwell. You know, twenty six, twenty seven. Hopefully, we can see that track up and running and I just did a quick search from Tambourine Mountain to get to Norwell for Grant and those participants in that area. It's about a 40 minute drive to get there. Yeah so I'd say that would the way I sort of came through would be the way that they would travel. I'd, I'd imagine they'd go from there uh, through across to Yatla and across there at the pie shop straight into to, across to Stapledon and um, past that big golf ball I saw you put on the <laughs> How on embarrassing is that? 
<laughs> That's actually the weather station. But uh, just to explain yeah, to listeners what happened, I went to Norwell, the property, and filmed it there. And I there's a what looks like a big golf ball in the distance, and I said, oh, I think that's the Windaroo Golf Club, and everyone corrected me. Or a few people said that's actually the St- Stapleton weather radar, which I always thought was a golf ball. But thank you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and not just a, a uh, golf st- uh, a weather station for golf clubs either. It's the actual all the there's things. one on North. Yeah, there's one on North Stradbroke Island too, Darren. I always thought it was a big golf ball as well, because yeah, the, right. there's a go- golf club right near it called the Dunwich Golf Club, and that's uh, a weather station as well, which I always thought was a big golf ball. There you go. Well, I'll tell you one thing that I did find, Steve. That you know, we, we, you always have a laugh that people say, "Oh, is the Stradbroke held on Stradbroke Island?" And there, there did used to be a racetrack at Amity Point years and years ago. There's actually. Um, in the Amity Point Caravan Park, there's a little, um, uh, like a mem- not a memorial, but you know, a little board that sort of says the information. And apparently, there used to be a, a racetrack over there many years ago before um, one of the big storms come through and and sort of ate out a lot of the the ground there. And um, yeah, so maybe that uh, people that do say is the is the race the Stradbroke held on Stradbroke Island, well. There was actually a racetrack there at one point. There was indeed. And if you go to the little community centre there at Amity, uh, there's actually some photographs on the wall there as well of the old race course. And there used to be a boat, Darren, that everyone used to get on, a lot of people in those days, that used to leave North Quay in Brisbane called the Miramar. It used to go over to Stradbroke and that would have had to go through some rough weather. It used to pull up at the jetty. People would take their drinks over. Or there used to be a truck that used to come around apparently uh, with beer and that on it, and they used to buy the, the cartons of beer and that off the back of a truck, and that all all get on the drink at Amity and get back on the Miramar boat. That sounds like my sort of boat. <laughs> yeah, mine too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's got a lot, a lot, a lot of history there at uh, at North Australia. Great place. Yeah, it certainly is, and uh, it's certainly there. And uh, last night, Steve uh, Bathurst held one of their big race meetings of the year, the Shirley Turnbull Memorial, named in honour of. Um, I guess the matriarch of one of the great sporting families of harness racing. Shirley was married to AD, Tony Turnbull, and of course the mother of Greg, Steve, Craig, uh, Cindy Rickson, as she's now known, Cindy Turnbull, um, Therese, Anne, uh, I hope I haven't missed any of them. There's quite a large family, but uh, of course they're like a good good uh, maternal family. They've bred on again, of, of course, with the likes of Amanda Turnbull, the son of uh, Steve and um, Abby Turnbull's the son of Craig Turnbull. So um, the, her big race was last night. It was won by uh, the man of the moment, I guess, Jason Grimson with another new horse, Sea Art. Uh, he purchased this horse while he was over campaigning in New Zealand uh, with Swayze. It had one start in New Zealand, came back, had its first start in Australia in the Young Cherry Cup a couple of weeks ago, run second in that race, and then last night was able to win the Shirley Turnbull Memorial out there at Bathurst. It did indeed, basically leading most of the way. What other horses has he got? He's got another high-profile horse at the moment, hasn't he, from another stable, Jason, in uh, recent he's times? He's just taken on Hot and Treacherous. Yes. That was, that was with Jack Butler. Um, yeah, so the owners of Sea Art, Clint Livingston, he's also the owner of Hot and Treacherous. So uh, there was a connection there already. So, um, yeah, Hot and Treacherous. 
Um, big firmer in the market for the Hunter Cup, Steve, off the off the back of being transferred into uh, J- the Jason Grimson stable. He was at $51 at one point for the Hunter Cup. I think he's around about the $5 mark now. And what do we know about Jason Grimson and he's just a bit of his history and who he cut his teeth with and all that sort of stuff, this uh, young master horseman that's getting these horses to fire? Yeah, he's from the Riverina uh, area. I think he actually grew up in Young, Steve, and... Um, sort of, you know, he'd always been around the horses sort of as a, as a late teenager and then sort of branched out and learned his craft from a lot of different people. And um, he, he did have success with a, a, a filly called Don't Thick Twice early on in his career and she was able to win um, size stakes equivalent of the New South Wales Breeders' Challenge and um, just potted around with those sort of horses. And then in the last sort of couple of years... Um, I guess he's sort of his talents have been recognised and started getting some uh, more owners sort of come on board with him and and get some higher quality and higher profile horses join his stable. So um, yeah, he's one of those guys that's always been around the horses and probably just in the last few years really really stepped up. But yeah, don't think twice was probably his first really um, you know standout horse, a, a juvenile filly. Yeah, he's only 30 years of age and already he's won eight Group 1 races and in prize money amassed by his horses over $6 million. But he's got a win strike rate of 25%, it says here. Would that be right? Well, that'd be pretty close to mm. it. Um, yeah, the, um, he doesn't uh, doesn't have a big stable either, Steve. It's, it's pretty select. And um, I know from last year um, when he campaigned, campaigned in Queensland in the winter carnival when they had uh, stabling on course at Albion Park where uh, he was stabled. Just spends a lot of time just, you know, just pottering around with his horses, just tinkering and, um, you know, trying different things and, um, you know, gives them a lot of one-on-one care which uh, translates into the results he's able to achieve. Just looking at some of the horses this season, these top horses, better zip it this season, six, Swayze nine, Narano three, my name is Jeff. Oh, hi, my name is Jeff. Six. And Sicario, four. Tintin Joe, five. Yeah, yep. Yeah, so they're all sort of, they all perform at the top level. And um, when you look at it, Better Zip it won the Nullarbor the, 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 over in Perth. He went over a hit run mission, achieved that. Swayze took him across the New Zealand Cup, won that. Um, Narano did so well through the. Um, through the Inter-Dominion Carnival, just probably a little bit unlucky in the final that he ended up too far back on the fence, you know. Um, Redcliffe Cup? Closer. Yeah, yeah. Um, Loyalist? Loyalist. So um, it's, it's been a pretty good year for some, uh, some, I guess, horses that have been tried with other stables. I guess now the now the battle, I guess, will be trying to get some, some up-and-comers and, and perhaps instead of more for loosely termed off cast of other stables actually some you know some nice nice horses coming through the team see what he can achieve with yeah them. he started this year on a, in a blaze of glory winning the bendigo cup did he major meister yeah major meister um i think he'd also won the cranbourne cup but that might have been at the tail end of last year so um yeah they're, they're all horses he's not afraid to travel them either and i think that um perhaps he's sort of model where only a small small team he can spend plenty of time with them sort of works in that he can take long periods of time away from his home base 
Wasn't so, there a sort of turning yeah. point when Bon Gel Bon Sell Benjamin won the Interdom final a couple of years ago there? That's when he really started to come to prominence. Fifty one dollars, wasn't it? Yeah, probably even more and and that's probably more to do with um, you know, he was a little bit lesser known at that point in time and then um, it's amazing what one win can do, one big win can do for a, a trainer and I don't think it matters what code it is. A, a trainer wins a big race, all of a sudden they're, they're thrust into a bit of limelight a bit more and, um, you know, other people who may have a horse or, or a greyhound if it's in that code uh, sort of sit up and take notice and go, well, you know what, I, I might give that person a, person a go. They've, they've been able to achieve pretty good result there. So, um, yeah, I don't think it matters the code. Um, you know, a big win gets your name sort of front and centre. Now, it's like, um, you know, Chris Waller's meteoric rise. It seemed to happen so, so quickly. We've often talked about it, you know, with the Inghams supporting him initially in the early days, and then he got success, and then it just kept growing and growing. A bit like Annabelle Neesham, you know. Um, her her rise to fame and numbers has just been extraordinary after sort of just running the operation in Sydney for Ma Eustace. But once she branched out on her own and then Zaki came along, it was just incredible. Um, the numbers just swelled season after season really quickly within two or three seasons. Yeah, it's funny how it works that way and um, quite often, you know, a lot of owners are are chasing that success so they see a trainer have success so they sort of, um, you know, not to not to denigrate any owners in this way but sometimes they want to ride the coattails of that success so, um, you know, they'll send a horse to that trainer looking for those results. Now, Redcliffe Quadrella, can we nail this this evening? Uh, race five is the first leg, and I see the favourites fiddling the power. 240, 340 may win a juggle, two, and Mamal's destiny at 380. Yeah, a bit of a lottery this race, Steve, I think, to start the quaddy, so I'd suggest playing wide. I do have feeling the power on top, but he's a horse that probably does his best work out in front, so not sure where he'll get to from gate eight. If he can get a nice trail through, he's certainly in it. Uh, Mammal's Destiny, probably not going to be far away, can get forward from her gate. I've thrown in number two, Aruna as well, um, was first up from a spell, ran third but albeit a, a fair distance from the winner and I thought Purple Shades might be able to run a race, Steve, number nine, so um, he got locked away last time. If he can get a run home on the, if uh, feeling the power has to lead them up, well then uh, Purple Shades might get the, the good trip. So I've got two, three, eight, and nine in that opening leg. So two, three, eight, nine, leg one, race five at Redcliffe. Race six tonight, 3.40, a first starter, number eight, Tamara. Three Maywins, Karen, 3.50, 4.40 scores. Obviously trialling well for Darren, sorry, Angus Garrard and Tim Butt. Yeah, and um, this one might have got under my guard a little bit. I didn't think, I thought it was a, a decent enough trial, but um, when he's opened up so short, I've gone back and looked at the trial. Um, the horse that finished, uh, that won that trial, or finished second in that trial, was beaten seven metres. Tamara was beaten about 30 metres out of that trial. Now, that horse that finished second, a Hoka Jewel, or um, it's an Ahoka punter horse, Punter's Jewel, opened up a $1.50 favourite for a race last night that was washed out. So um, there's a few people there that might suggest that the form is strong. So um, I'd take it on trust first start. I've got number one, Take Courage on top. Um, thought she's finally due to win a race, probably her last chance to win a two-year-old race tonight, end of season coming up on Sunday. Uh, throw in number four, taken by surprise, thought it could get across to the front, and we'll throw in um, that Tamara, um, the first starter for the Butt Stable. So 
that would be uh, one, four, and tomorrow was number eight, I think it was, Steve. It was, or is, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's 340. Four Take Courage is 550. Race seven, uh, 220, Shoe Creek, the five. And then you've got seven doodle days at 280. And 290, it ain't royal. So that's all a very compressed market. And then at the $17. So is it, are they just the three, or will we just put in two horses? Five, seven, eight of the three faves. Yeah, I, I think you could probably leave the seven out. Um, just possibly off the map where it ends up. I've got eight, it ain't royal on top. Um, thought it gets the right type of race. Very experienced horse. It ain't royal. It's had plenty of starts. It's back a long way in the in the grades now, but um, certainly gets its opportunity in this race. And number five, Shoot Creek, certainly gets his chance. Um, just didn't really work out for him at Marburg last time out. And um, start before also at Marburg, he drew the widest gate. So he can certainly be better here. So we'll go five and eight in the third leg, race seven. Datsun, or that's in a hurry, number eight, 180, 3.30 betting baron, and our ultimate ruby, $6 in the last there tonight at Redcliffe Race 8. Yeah, that's in a hurry. Normally a, a front-running, go-forward type. Um, big firmer in the market. Open 370 all the way into a dollar eighty now with Tab, and um, it's got that man Nathan Dawson on board as he shoots for add some more winners to his record-breaking season. Certainly gets its opportunity from the second line, but like I say, normally a front runner, so not sure where it gets up. Perfect feelings eased in the market. I thought it was the one to get forward earlier and might just give a bit of cheek and throw in number six, betting Baron. Um, he was narrowly beaten last time, had to work in the race. He gets the same gait, can do that work, obviously. So um, going there, three, six, and eight in that final leg. So three, six, eight. So just want to go through those numbers. We're talking about Redcliffe tonight, harness racing. First leg, race five. Your numbers there? So first leg will be two, three, and eight. I did have the nine originally. I noticed it's now a scratching. So two, three, eight in that first leg. The second leg, race six, numbers one, four, and eight. Third leg, race seven, uh, numbers five and eight. And in the final leg, race eight, numbers three, six, and eight. So three, six, eight in the last. Your best bet in the entire program, Rickcliffe. Yeah, I thought we could uh, get in early, Steve. Race two, horse one, get a load of this girl. Uh, a mare that likes to get forward, hasn't drawn too favourably in recent starts, so gets an opportunity from barrier one. Race two, number one, get a load of this girl. 2-1. Thanks, Darren. Cheers, Steve. Darren Thank Clayton, $4.60. Uh, get a load of this girl. Race two, number one.